Perak Zion Mishnah Beis Ganav Alpi Shnayim Vitavach Umachar Alpi Hem. So two witnesses came along and they testified that this Ganav stole the shar or the sat, and the same witnesses testified that this Ganav shechted it or he sold it, or Alpi Shnayim Acherim. Or you have two witnesses that testified on this Ganav that he stole the shar or the sat, and then Shnei Edim Acherim. Two other witnesses, group number two of witnesses, came along and testified that the Ganav shechted it or that he sold it. Says the Mishnah, Mishalim Tashlumi Arba Vachamishi. He has to pay the payment of Dalavay of four or five times the amount. And the Gemara explains that a Mishnah is coming to teach us. Sha'av Alpisha Torah Amr, even the Torah teaches us. From the Pasuk, Alpishne Edim Yakum Davar. And Rabbi Kiva Darshan's out, Davar, Velechati Davar, meaning something, not a half a thing. Meaning, the Mishnah Edim Acherim, if two, if the second group of witnesses are a different group, and they testify that the God of shechted it or machar or the God of sold it. So you would think to say it's chazi davar. It's not a complete thing. You have two groups of witnesses. It's a half a thing. Maybe the Adam testifying on the shechting or on the selling will not help without the Adam of the Geneva. You have to have Adam testifying that he stole in order to have Adam testify that he shechted it or that he sold it. So maybe one would think it's a catch-22. you got to have the same witnesses testifying on the whole thing because having two groups of witnesses won't help. Why? Because if not for the first group, then the second group will not do anything. Nevertheless, since the Adam of the Geneva, the witnesses that testify that he stole, they don't need the witnesses that testify that he shechted it or that he sold it. So af comes out to the Adam that testify on the shechter on the selling. We don't call that half of a dove or half of, an, of, a, of a something. We call it a whole thing. And therefore, whether it's the same witnesses that testify that he stole it and that he shechted or he sold it. Or as two groups of witnesses, we deem that a kosher testimony, and now this guy has to pay the dalit vehe payment. Another case. If he stole it and he sold it on Shabbos. So there's no chiv of misa, he's not chiv misa here, to exempt him from the payment, because he didn't do anything to be mechaiv misa. Stealing is terrible. Selling is terrible on Shabbos. However, none of this is chiv misa. Or another case, Ganav Umachar La Avodazara. He stole it and he sold it to Avodazara. So she, when, when, when one sells to Avodazara, it does not obligate the penalty of Misa of death. So therefore, in both these cases, he have to pay his payment. But if he shechted it on Shabbos, not just selling it on Shabbos, he shechted it on Shabbos, or he shechted it for Avodazara, then he'd be exempt from payment. Because shechting it on Shabbos or shechting it for Avodazara is Chayav Misa. The other Mesa Mishalim, once he's Chayav Misa, he doesn't have to pay the payment that normally he would have to pay. And if he's not Chayav Misa, even if he's not Chayav Misa, for example, he did it by mistake. Nevertheless, Chayav Yishkan Din Misa, since the Din Misa can be applicable if he did it on purpose, so he does not pay the payment that he normally pay. Another case, Ganav Vitavach Yom he stole it and he shechted it on Yom Kippur. So on Yom Kippur, one who shechts on Yom Kippur, you're not chayev misa by basin here on earth. Elokaris, you chayev karis up in heaven. So therefore, since you're not chayev misa here on earth, chayev gam tishlum, you still have to make your payment of the dollar. Now, even though all cases of one one is chayev karis, if one was warned that hey, you look at Malkus if you do this. The halacha is lokim, we give him malchus, and then he'd be exempt from karis. 
And the Allah is that once one's getting Malkus, in Adam like Umasham, if you're getting Malkus, you don't have to make any payment. So Mikamakam, nevertheless, here Medubra, we're talking about a case, Shlai Hisrubo. There was no warning that he would get Malkus and therefore exempt him from curries. So since he's not going to get Malkus, he's chayef to make his tashlum, chayef to make the payment. Another case, he stole from his father, a shor or a set. He shechted it or he sold it. And then only afterwards his father died. So even though his father died afterwards. And now he's one of the Yarshim to inherit the estate. Nevertheless, at the time that he shechted it, or at the time that he sold it, his father was alive. Ukran is chayv, he's really chayv, the payment of dollars, but he have four or five times the amount. So therefore, Mishalim, he's got to pin out to his brothers four or five times the amount, kifi chalkam biyushas aviyam, according to their portion and the inheritance of their father. But in May's of if his father died, the achach, then afterwards he shechted or he sold it, ain't no chayv, he's not chayv to pay the tashlum of dal vehei. Since the time of the shechting or the selling, he already had a chilk, a portion in the animal. Another case, he stole it and he shechted it. And then he made it hectish. He sanctified the meat to the base of Mikdash. So he was chayv to pay for its payment before he was makdash it. So in all these cases, he's got to pay the payment of four and five times the amount. What about Ganav v'tavach l'herfuah? He stole it and he shechted it for herfuah that he should have meat to heal an ill person. Oh, the klavim, or he, or he stole it and he shechted it so that he could have meat to feed the dogs. So shem yikomakam the shechita ruuyeh. It was a kosher shechita. Shem yirtza yuchal lechol mimen. If he technically wants to eat from it, and even if he lost shochet v'dim to treif, even one who shechts it and finds out afterwards that the animal is a treif, the animal was going to die, and therefore the shechita is no good. The actual shechita did not even permit the animal to be eaten. In the azar, he steals the animal, he shechts this chulen animal in the base of Mikdash, which is forbidden now, you cannot shecht chulen, non-sacred animals in the base of Mikdash. If you do, it's forbidden, you cannot have any pleasure from it. So nevertheless, in all these scenarios, Mishalim, Tashlumi, Dalve, you have to make the payment of Dalve, hey, and the etzem uh, of the shechita ain't shemsul. There was nothing wrong technically with the shechita. It was a kosher shechita. So therefore, in all these scenarios, you still have to pay the tashl of dalad v'hei. Ubeyin chulin shenishkut b'azara with regards to chulin shechted in the azara. The Gemara explains that we should ainim asurim b'hana elamid devesur. They're only forbidden b'hana on a rabbinic level. Va'adnayin v'amun b'alim. They're still the the property of its owners. So therefore, one still has to, still, still has to pay the payment of Dalad Vehei. Reb Shimon, poet there, Reb Shimon exams from the payment of Dalad Vehei. Bishnei Elu, in these two cases, in the case when you shechted and you find out that it's a treifas, you can't even eat it. And in the case of Chulun in the Azara, because Reb Shimon's going to hold, Eshchita, She'ena Ru'ui, it's not befitting. Meaning, She'ena Machshir, it will not make the animal kosher to eat. That's not deemed a Shechita, and in these last two cases, one would be exempt from paying the payment of Dalat Vehei, according to Reb Shimon. Mishnah Gimel. Ganav al Pishnaim. One stole, and there were two witnesses that testified that he stole. V'tavach umachar al Pihem. So, Shnei Edim Eidu Alav Shekanav Shorosah. The same witnesses that saw him steal and testified on him, they testified on him as well that he shechted it or that he sold it. 
And now comes out, a second group of witnesses come, and they say to the first group of witnesses, hey guys, you know, you were with us um, on Sunday when this thief was doing his theft. So how can you testify that you saw him uh, steal it? How can you testify that you, that you saw him steal it and that you saw him shecht it or that, or, or that he sold it? You were with us on that very day in this specific place. So basically the second group is coming to deny the testimony of the first group. Says the Mishnah, not only do they knock out the testimony of the first group, but Mishalim, these witnesses now are huzamed, they are contradicted. To the one that they were testifying on, that, that stole it uh, and shechted it or sold it. And now they have to pay hakol. The first group of witnesses have to pay dalit to the Ghana that they were trying to claim he was a Ghana. Because the Pasuk says in the parsha of Edom Zomavim, Do to the witnesses like they tried to do to their brother. The Kivan Shailizam, since they were huzamed to 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 be Mikhaiv Dalvahe, they were trying to make the Ghana pay Dalvahe. So since they were caught in that kind of method by the second group saying, You can't say the Ghana stole it and shakled it or sold it, because you were with us on that day, you know, doing something else. So now Harim Chayavim the Shalim Loy Teshlumim Elu. This 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 first group of witnesses has to pay to the supposed Ghanav this payment of Dalvahe that they tried to make him lose. This is the basic principle of Edim Zomim. We'll discuss this in great detail in the Sechta Makos, but this is the basic principle. Okay, the Mishnah says, for, they bring a long, long shot over here, but, but this is, we can go fight there if you want to see it by all means. This is a simple shot over here. Okay, next case. Ganaval Pishnayim. So two witnesses come and testify that this Ganav stole the shore of the sap. Now, the second group of witnesses we're a totally different group. So group one testified that he stole. Group two testified that he shechted it or he sold it. Now, a third group comes along. And they show that the first group testified that he stole. And the second group that testified that he shechted or he sold it. They're a bunch of liars. Because they were with us on that very day doing something else. They couldn't have seen him steal and they couldn't have seen him shechted or sell it. Says the Mishnah Hari, shown them the first group that were huzamd, Meshalam Tashlumi Kefal. They have to pay now to this supposed Ganev the payment of Kefal, or double the um, stolen amount. And the latter group, Meshalam Tashlumi Shlosha. The second group has to pay now. They claim he shechted or they sold it, and they're a bunch of liars. So they have to pay now either two times the amount or three times the amount, depending if it was a shar or if it was a set. And the supposed Ghana would receive a total of the four or five times the amount. Another case, Nimsu Achronim Zomim. What happens in Huzmu Raka Edim Shidu Al Machira? The second group of witnesses that were testifying that he shechted or that he sold it, they were Huzamd, they were contradicted by a third group. So who Mishalim Tashlumi Kefal? The Ghana will pay the payment of Kefal to the one that he stole from because the first testimony that testified on him that he stole and that he's Chayef Kefal, no one contradicted that one, so that's good. So the Ghana has to pay the regular payment of Kefal to the one that he stole from. But the second group, they were caught to be liars 
by the third group testifying on them. So Vehain Mishalim Tashlumishlosha, the second group of Aidim who were found to be Zomim, they pay the payment of two or three to the Ganav, two times the amount for the uh, for the Sat to the Ganav, and three times the amount to the for, of the Shar to the Ganav. Another case. One of the two witnesses of the second group were Huzam were contradicted that uh, he was not, that he never saw the God of you know shechted or or sell it. So now butla edus shnia the second testimony is entirely null and void because what do you have? You all you have left is one aid that's testifying that he shechted that he sold it. So Vayena got a Vasham, the the Ghana's only paying Kefal now. Because this because this first testimony that testified that he stole it is fine, is good. The Ghana will pay Kefal. But second testimony had two witnesses, now there's only one witness left. Vayeshu Huzam, the aid that was Huzamd, Pati is exempt from paying the payment of two or three. Sha'ina aid the Mashama Mamun Ashi's Mushnaim. They don't pay that payment of, of two or three until they're both Huzamd. So if only one of them is Huzamd, their testimony just falls off, nothing happens to them, it's gone. And the Ghanav would just pay the regular kefal to that which he stole from. And lastly, if one of the two witnesses of the first group were Huzam, then came out that he was a liar. So now, what did the first group testify? That the Ghanav stole. But now, one of the witnesses are found to be a liar, so that entire testimony falls off. So now everything falls off. But the Kaladis, the entire Adis is, is, is gone. Because if there's no witnesses testifying that he stole, there can't be witnesses testifying that he shot it or that he sold it. Since the entire testimony falls apart, the supposed Ghanav, and the witnesses, no one pays anything.